The three amigos, Joe Biden, Justin Trudeau, and Lopez Obrador have restarted the agenda to merge our nations into a North American union. I know it sounds crazy, but stay tuned and I'll tell you more. Welcome to another episode of Behind the Deep State. I'm your host, Alex Newman. And a couple weeks ago, uh, the leaders of, well, self-proclaimed leaders, at least, of the United States, Mexico, and Canada met in Mexico City for a North American summit. Um, And basically, they agreed to put the North American Union agenda back on the front burner, although you wouldn't know it from the fake media. Uh, They did publish information about this on the White House webpage, and uh, same for Canadians and Mexicans. Uh, They came up with what they call the Declaration of North America. And according to the statement they put out, they determined to fortify our region's security, prosperity, sustainability, and inclusiveness through commitments across six pillars, diversity, equity and inclusion, climate change and the environment, competitiveness, migration and development, health and regional security. Uh, That's interesting. Uh, The parties, in this case, the three amigos, also promised they were going to work together to advance labor mobility in North America. That's code word for mass immigration, particularly regarding regular pathways. In In other words, they want to legalize mass immigration. I'll show you a video of Biden inadvertently admitting that in a moment. Um, But uh, they continued in the text of the deal that we're not just neighbors and partners. Our people share bonds of family and friendship and value above all else, freedom, justice, human rights, equality and democracy. This is the North American DNA. you know, and, and I, I speak from a unique vantage point. I grew up in Mexico. I spent more years living in Mexico City than any other place in the world. And um, you know what? There are big differences between Mexico, the United States, and Canada. Mexicans are very patriotic. I don't believe they have any desire to be merged with the United States or Canada. Uh, same thing for Canadians and same thing for Americans, right? What we need to understand here is this is not about uh, you know freedom or prosperity or any of those things. This is about stripping us of self-government, stripping our, our constitutional liberties, and merging us into a regional government like like they've already done to the Europeans with the European Union, like they're doing to the Africans right now with the African Union, like they're doing uh, to the people of Southeast Asia with the Association of Southeast Asian Nations, like Putin is doing to the people of Russia and uh, many other Asian and European nations that are now ensnared in Putin's Eurasian Union. Uh, and of course, like Latin American leaders are doing in Latin America. Um, I actually have a, an interesting clip that just came out from uh, Nicolas Maduro, the mass murdering dictator of Venezuela, saying that uh, he just got off the phone with Lula in Brazil and the president of Argentina and the president of Colombia, and they agreed they're going to merge into one regional superstructure. So, folks, this is happening all over the world. Uh, and it's been going on in North America for a long, long, long time. Uh, they've been working on it quietly, but uh, here is the former president of Mexico admitting that he wants ultimately integration in North American Union. Watch. One of the things that you've talked about that has scared some people is this idea of one currency mm-hmm. in in Mexico, the United States, and Canada. What's your view on that? I always get that question, but the answer is I'm I'm uh, I'm proposing a long-term view of further integrating NAFTA uh, partners. Canada, Mexico, and United States. Now, uh, this really got underway publicly with NAFTA, the North American Free Trade Agreement. Uh, What they did with NAFTA was basically how they started the European Union. They created a European Free Trade Agreement, just like the North American Free Trade Agreement, and they used that as a pretext to create North American bureaucracies, North American regulations, North American tribunals that claim to have the power to overrule our state and federal courts and our state and federal legislatures. And folks, this has uh, gone on for a very long time. 
time. Uh, as they were doing NAFTA, they also came up with this idea of a security and prosperity partnership. We were going to have a common outer perimeter, a security uh, perimeter that was supposed to keep all of North America safe, right? Uh, and then, of course, uh, we had the NAFTA superhighway. They wanted to build this massive highway from Mexico through the United States all the way up to Canada that would basically serve to integrate Mexico, United States, and Canada. Uh, more recently, under the leadership of Robert Lighthizer, a member of the Council on Foreign Relations in the Trump administration who served as U.S. Trade Representative, they created the USMCA which uh, even though it may not have been as bad a deal economically for the United States, the loss of sovereignty, which is far more important, was even worse under the USMCA. Again, they, they radically expanded the areas of law and regulation that now come under this North American jurisdiction. Uh, and they added a whole bunch of other stuff in there, like sexual orientation and gender identity. Right now, all these different areas of law are now being merged at the North American level. And of course, this is right in line with what Klaus Schwab talks about in his book on the Great Reset. We did an episode on this pretty recently. Uh, Klaus Schwab talks about how people are a little bit upset about globalization during COVID. And so he says the most likely outcome along this globalization, no globalization continuum, lies with an in-between solution, regionalization. And that's what they're doing here. Right? He talks about the success of the European Union as kind of an example. He also mentions ASEAN, the Association of Southeast Asian Nations, as uh, illustrative cases, he says, of how regionalization can become a watered-down version of globalization on the road to a one-world order. Uh, he goes on to say that even the three states that compose North America, that would be United States, Mexico, and Canada, now trade more with each other than with China or Europe. So they're laying the foundation for this, folks. But again, this is not new. Uh, in 1962, and we've talked about this report before, uh, an operative for the U.S. State Department and the OSS, also a member of the Council on Foreign Relations, Lincoln Bloomfield, produced an incredible report for the U.S. State Department called A World Effectively Controlled by the United Nations. Uh, he talked about how to bring about global government through regionalism, through the emergence of regional governments. And in this uh, report, he proposed that ever larger units evolve through customs unions, confederation, regionalism, until ultimately the larger units coalesce under a global umbrella. Uh, and that's exactly what they're doing, folks. If you go back and watch the recent episode we did on the uh, regionalization strategy that Klaus Schwab outlines in as part of the Great Reset, um, uh, and Henry Kissinger talked about this in his book, World Order, that was released uh, almost a decade ago now. He says, the contemporary quest for world order will require a coherent strategy to establish a concept of order within the very various regions, and then to relate these regional orders to one another. In other words, as Henry Kissinger points out, uh, he was a big NAFTA booster, by the way. He said it was the most creative step toward a new world order that he had seen yet. Uh, he said that if you want to get this world order, the strategy, the concept that you have to do is you got to build regional orders. In other words, regional governments like the African Union, like the North American Union, the European Union, and then figure out ways to link these to each other. This is exactly what they're working on right now, folks, but you won't hear about it in the fake media. Um, we actually uh, got some smoking gun documents proving that even during the Bush administration, they were working on this a secret U.S. embassy cable from 2005 that was released by WikiLeaks gives the whole plan away. Uh, they talk about how North American governments are working to integrate the continent. Uh, they talk about using uh, NAFTA and more to uh, bring about even a currency union. They talk about a North American currency. Uh, this document was uh, signed by then uh, American ambassador to Canada, Paul Salucci, and he outlines, uh, among other things, the best way to peddle 
this to policymakers, the best way to sell this to the public. Uh, talks about how you get around national constitutions and even an eventual monetary union with Mexico former Mexican President Vicente Fox has talked about many times. Uh, this cable talks about the supposed benefits of merging the countries. It gives the talking points uh, and what people should be stressing in the efforts to promote further integration. Uh, he says their research leads them to conclude that it ought to be focused on security and prosperity because those are things that people can identify with and that don't sound very threatening. Uh, he says this fits the recommendations of Canadian economists who have looked at the options for continental integration. Again, integration is removing of national sovereignty sovereignty and building this regional government. So that's what they're doing. Uh, and as you read in this thing, uh, it says, uh, when advocating this North American initiative to integrate the three countries, it's better to highlight specific gains to individual firms, industries, or travelers, and especially consumers, right? So that's how the market is. Oh, it's going to make you richer. It's going to make trade easier. It's going to increase our standard of living. No, it is not. And then they talk about the security side, tell people that it'll make us safer, right? And of course, it will not. Opening our borders uh, is not going to make America any safer. Losing our ability to govern ourselves is not going to make us any safer. Uh, and in this cable, they talk about more ambitious integration goals like a customs union, like a single market, like they did in Europe before they implemented the European Union, and even a continental currency that would replace the U.S. dollar. Okay. Again, this is all in the document. Uh, the, the, the cable actually cautions that uh, most economists believe a gradual approach is more appropriate, at least for now, uh, because this would help pave the way to these goals. So they're saying, folks, um, I mean, th this is their words. And this is uh, what almost uh, two decades ago that they were talking about this, folks. So uh, this is very well established. Um, they talked about a common external tariff, common customs union, which would eliminate NAFTA's rules of origins. Um, so pretty amazing, folks. They also talk about how to get around uh, Canada's constitution. They say in the, the, the ambassador says interprovincial differences in regulation are important since Canada's federal government does not have the benefit of a U.S. style uh, interstate commerce clause. Um, and so they, they view that as a problem that Canadian provinces uh, have a lot of authority and the federal government doesn't. And so they, they abuse, of course, the commerce clause to do whatever they want. And they're like, eh, it's too bad Canada doesn't have that. But they say, don't worry, we can get around that by using, according to their terms, an international initiative. All right. Uh, also in 2005, folks, that's when the infamous Council on Foreign Relations cabal produced a document called Creating a North American Community, Chairman Statement Independent Task Force on the Future of North America, uh, where they outlined this whole plan. Right. Just like in Europe, they started off calling it the European community. Well, here, the North American community. And um we at The New American uh, started exposing this right away. In 2006, The New American did a special issue on this plan for a North American Union. We actually distributed over a million copies of our magazine, uh, and that really stopped this agenda in its tracks. In fact, uh, the guy who was leading this for the Council on Foreign Relations, uh, Professor Robert Pastor, he actually wrote in his book that it was because of the John Birch Society and the Eagle Forum, right, the TNA is uh, part of the John Birch Society, the publication of the John Birch Society, that they had to stop this and that there was a lot loss of appetite among policymakers for doing it. Uh, Lou Dobbs picked up the story, Glenn Beck, and many others. Uh, and that allowed uh, the American people to stop this in its tracks 
for a time. But guess what? They do not give up. They are continuing and they will continue as long as we let them. Uh, now, Vicente Fox has actually talked about the broader agenda, which is to merge all of the Americas, right, from the tip of South America all the way up to northern Canada into a regional regime. Uh, the Rockefeller with, uh, dynasty, uh, Rockefeller, of course, served as chairman of the CFR for a long time, was a very, very ardent proponent of that. He wanted a free trade area of the Americas. And uh, here's Vicente Fox talking about this. Listen. What uh, we propose together, President Bush and myself, it's ALCA, which is a trade uh, union for all of the Americas. All righty, folks. So the deep state has a plan to create a North American union. They won't tell you about it because they know Mexicans don't want it, Americans don't want it, and Canadians don't want it. But they're working on it as we speak. This is totally illegitimate. The U.S. government has no constitutional authority to surrender our sovereignty to North American tribunals or bureaucracies or anything else. Uh, even the treaty power does not extend that far, right? You cannot grant yourself new powers by using the treaty process, as Thomas Jefferson pointed out, as the Supreme Court pointed out as recently as 1957 in Reed versus Covert. So, uh, folks, be aware this is happening. That's what the uh, Declaration of North America is all about. It is an effort to subvert our sovereignty and merge us into a North American union. And if you stop and think about this, the idea that people all over the world just suddenly woke up and decided they didn't want their own countries, that they just wanted regional governments, it's so ludicrous. It's so preposterous that you can't even entertain the thought because it's so silly. Well, it is so silly. There's no way that this is an organic development. This is happening because powerful deep state forces are pushing this agenda. And they don't even have the courage to do it in public. Uh, but it is what they're doing. Uh, they've been very, very successful in Europe. Now Europe uh, basically, govern the European Union headquartered in Brussels, basically governs the formerly sovereign nations of Europe in, in every respect. They can even veto the national budgets that pass by national parliaments. That's how far it's gotten. They're building a, a European military. They've got a European currency. They've got a pseudo parliament, the uh, European parliament. They've got everything that you could imagine, and it's only getting more and more powerful. This is the end of self-government and the end of sovereignty if it continues. So, uh, folks, get involved. Uh, go to thenewamerican.com for more. I want to thank you for tuning in. And uh, I'm Alex Newman, your host here for Behind the Deep State. Until next time, God bless you all. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. The Declaration of Independence proclaims God-given rights and we intend to protect them. Working with people like you for over 50 years, preserving freedom and building a better tomorrow, safeguarding the Constitution by limiting government power. We are restoring liberties, educating voters, and leading the freedom movement. Join with us. United, we will defend our rights. We are all Americans. We are the John Birch Society.